0: Listening to the Regular Show with your host, Greg Boyer. What is up, dudes and dudettes, and everybody around? This is the Regular Show. This is the 53rd episode. We have officially cycled through one year's worth of episodes, everybody. Yeah. All right. Um, Thank you for tuning in. This week, we have a very special episode. Uh, This is the Office episode. Uh, We are going to be speaking of our 15 favorite characters from The Office. Uh, And today, I have with me the Office expert herself, Megan Page, returning.
1: Hello, glad to be back. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks for coming on. I knew that when I was doing this list that you had to be the one to come on.
1: For oh, it. thank you. I agree.
0: <laughs> so, um, as everybody knows, The Office came out in 2005. 2005. 2005 ran for eight seasons, nine seasons? Nine seasons.
1: Nine eight seasons. Eight years.
0: Eight years, right. And uh, you've, you've had to have seen an episode. Every single person listening to this has had to watch The Office oh, yeah. at some point. Oh, yeah. No doubt in my mind. But.
1: Such a good show. Comic relief it offers. I mean, it was picked up from the British show, The Office. Right. Yeah. Which didn't and go I, anywhere.
0: Well, I'm in The Office. Hello, I, I won't get in office. <laughs> That's what it sounded like, I think.
1: Yep. So it failed in England. And then they were like, all right, America. Let's go. You're funnier than us. So.
0: And boy, were they true. They Is were so the... right. I am really excited about this episode. Me too. I was not an Office fan at the start. Mm-hmm. I came in around 2008, 2007, right around my freshman year of high school. Gotcha. Um, Then I started getting into it. Uh, and I got in right around the time when um, the New York branch, where Jim was leaving to go to New gotcha. York. Gotcha. Then he came back and brought Andy with him and Karen with him. mm mm-hmm. That's when I started getting into it, and what a great time. That was probably the the top, like, the peak of The Office.
1: I, I agree. It's always the middle seasons for shows that are always the best. Definitely.
0: It sure as hell wasn't the first season.
1: Eh, not really. <laughs> or the last.
0: Fucking Mike's hair. I'll tell you, when Mike's hair was bad, the whole bad. thing was bad. But...
1: I mean, ugh, yeah, because you have to get used to the characters and that style of comedy, in my opinion. Like, you can't just, like you know start off and it's like such a hit and a success you have to get used to the characters their mannerisms how they are how they interact in order for the show to be successful and i'm so glad people waited and just let them do their thing because it it paid off
0: well you know what really kept this show going and i think what changed everything and i read this somewhere was the 40 year old virgin came out yeah and people like fell in love with with steve Carell and his his character Mm -hmm. and they thought Michael Scott's way too much of an asshole <laughs> We need to scale him back a little bit mm-hmm. And he can still be like a dickhead But we gotta make him a stupid dickhead Yes And uh, you know a well meaning idiot like Definitely And I think that's where the magic formula is You know that's that's the winning formula right there
1: Yep cause he always meant well But sometimes it just came off completely wrong Yep
0: yeah. And uh, uh, you know we'll get into it We'll get into it But Jesus what a great show
1: definitely
0: uh-huh. and this this song both made our top 15 favorite tv show theme songs oh yeah if you guys haven't listened to that episode go check it out it's a good yep. one
1: no lyrics to it whatsoever just good beats fantastic
0: really loud on netflix oh yeah on netflix. Uh, rest in peace netflix uh it's not on there anymore it's on peacock which uh is streaming on nbc how much does it cost a month
1: I have no clue. I am not investing in that. I have too many streaming services.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But yeah. uh, hey, Brennan, we gotta get Peacock because the WWE Network is going to be merging with Peacock. So okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking more bills. Anyways, yay. The, the gray heads don't care about that. <laughs> um, well, if they, if any do, why would them. they? But, uh, you know. Let's just let's get right into this list because I think we're gonna have a lot to say about a lot of people. Um, before we start our list, I just want to say there are hundreds of characters throughout the hundreds. you know nine seasons uh, yep. that we just there wasn't enough room in fifteen for everybody to get included. Oh yeah, uh, that doesn't mean that we dislike or like these characters any less. I I mean I guess like statistically yes just based on the list yeah but you know we, we love these characters these are great characters and it's a great TV show uh, and down the road we will be ranking our favorite episodes from every other season like we'll combine the first mm-hmm. two the second two and so on and so forth but uh, yeah um, that's for another time yeah anyways Megan All
1: right. not
0: every character can be a Michael Scott no no you know, sometimes you got to have a top Packer in there or, uh, <laughs> you know, a D'Angelo. Uh, so I want you to tell me who are the people that didn't, not only did they not make your list, mm-hmm. but there was no way in hell they were going to come even close to that
1: list. Gotcha. So I actually have five people I can think of off the top of my head.
0: Sure.
1: I don't have to go into detail on all of them, but the first person that I thought of when you were like, okay, you got to come up with, Someone who just missed the mark for you wasn't it. This is slightly controversial because there's some people who happen to be in the room who like this character. <laughs> but I do not like Robert California. Woo. I hated everything surrounding him. Riley's giving me a big thumbs down right now.
0: James Spader himself. Oh, the great no. Robert California.
1: <laughs> Absolutely hated him.
0: <laughs> he didn't make my list, but, you know.
1: You're you're neutral about him then.
0: I, I really enjoyed him. I just, he... There were fifteen other people I liked a little more. Yeah,
1: I I hated him. He was arrogant. He just was so so annoying. I wish that he was. He's like, and I don't wish a lot of characters weren't in the show because I think the show is absolutely perfect and I love it. But if he wasn't in the show, I would not be disappointed.
0: Well, then who would Jim play squash with?
1: (laughs) Himself. I don't know.
0: (laughs) That was so fucking funny watching him play squash.
1: It, It was it was funny, but it just I hated it. I hated it so much. Everything about the guy, he's arrogant. He's just... Ugh, creeps me out. I, I also don't like James Spader that much, so... Really? Kind of like one of those things, the yeah. The Blacklist? I, I'm sorry, I don't like him. Stargate? It's one of those things where what I don't do you like... Think? I don't like Jack Nicholson or Nicolas Cage or anything. He's just one of those people to me.
0: Ah. Uh, Alright.
1: Sorry, I'm sorry. So yeah, he's definitely on my not-like list. Um,
0: he yeah. plays a great sleazeball.
1: I guess. And then I also threw um roy on the list
0: david denman uh yeah do you know he was in the power rangers movie was he really yeah, He played one of the kids dads
1: <laughs> what a scum yeah i just i trigger warning with him as well like just his abusive tendencies not a big fan of that um did not like him couldn't commit to pam pam deserved so much better and she got so much better so yeah he's he's on my not like list also on my not like list also slightly controversial I did not like Nellie Bertram.
0: I And we'll, we'll touch on that in yeah. a few minutes.
1: I just was not a fan of the character. Hated everything she did. I know deep down she had like a good heart, but like was not a fan. And then um, oh, I won't say the other person on my list because I feel like you're going to talk about them anyway. So I'll skip that. And then my last one I did not like is Jo. She, the person who... Oh, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. I the, love Kathy the great Bates. Great Kathy
0: Bates. Yes,
1: don't get me wrong, I love her, but I hated the character so much.
0: Who's the fourth person? Just
1: Oh, the fourth? Is or it Todd Packer? It's Tom Packer. Oh yeah.
0: No, he didn't make my list. I, no? I don't hate him, but I understand why you hate
1: him. Yeah. Just
0: everything that comes out <laughs> of his mouth is very, very uh inappropriate Like I, further than michael scott
1: he is like one of those people that i am like he did some bad things in college and he's admitted to it i'm pretty sure in the show oh, yeah. he freaks me out absolutely not no thank you <laughs> i like, hated him you know
0: people talk about the stress of the office like, like oh the office is a stressful show oh yeah. i have secondhand embarrassment like If there is one character that epitomizes that stress that you get, yeah, and it shows on all the characters' faces whenever he walks in, yeah, Jim fucking hates him, like everybody hates him. But I enjoy that that atmosphere that he brings into the office Mm -hmm. because there's something funny about watching everybody else be uncomfortable when uh, when he comes in because he makes Michael Scott look like an angel, and Michael Scott is not like he says fucked up shit all the time. Yeah. So, when him and Packer are around, it's funny to see Michael be like the the consciousness.
1: Yeah, it it, it makes him look a little bit more normal. I just I don't fuck with Todd Packer, man. Yeah. <laughs> he
0: he's not he's not a character that's. Uh...
1: Uh, he's just. He should be in jail. <laughs>
0: but but David Koechner, I love that guy. He he's so great. Everything he does, and and he plays like these brash characters all the time. Yeah, right? I know what you mean. He's, he's just I love
1: him. I've seen some other things that he's in, and he's not bad at all. I just Todd Packer, oh, Todd Packer missed the mark for me. No, thank you.
0: Leaves a bad taste in the mouth.
1: Hundred percent. All right, now what about you?
0: Okay, uh, I only have two. That, that okay. I really like stressed me out watching mm-hmm. the show. Um, Nellie, I just you know, yeah. Catherine Tate. She's great. She uh, is. Nellie Bertram, I could not stand the character. Same. I, I felt as a manager, I'm like, they could have easily just put anybody else in the office at that moment as the manager. You know, when Michael left, uh, when they were trying to fill his shoes, I'm just like, okay. You know, Will Ferrell's character kind of, I love Will Ferrell, but D'Angelo Vickers was not a funny character.
1: No, I he was only in a couple of episodes. I thought he was funny for a little while, but, like, like the episode where he was introduced and they were in the restaurant with Michael is the funniest thing, and how, like, they're sitting across the bar from each other on the phone with each other, but don't notice that it's each other. That's hilarious. Like, peak comedy right there. Right. So I definitely enjoyed that. I'm glad he wasn't in there for much longer, because he's such, like, a, his characters that he plays in movies and stuff are so unique. And I just did not want him to play someone who was, like, slightly, like, generalized as normally. Mundane. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad he was only in for a couple episodes. But same with Nellie. And I know Riley said she grew to like her a bit. I I just couldn't. I'm just not a fan.
0: Riley's in the room. Hey, Riley, who's your favorite office character? Andy
1: pre-hangover. <laughs> Andy pre-hangover, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Her, her sexual tension with Dwight was pretty funny.
1: Who's Nellie? Oh, with um Toby. Or Toby. yeah. Toby was funny.
0: Um, and then Lucas Cooper, who is Michael Scott's <laughs> nephew, played by uh, everybody's favorite Evan Peters, mm-hmm. uh, who's in American Horror Story and uh, the X Men franchise. Was
1: he in Perks of Being a water? No, I'm just dumb. I ignore uh, me. Um,
0: <laughs> friend of the show Shelley likes Seven Peters a lot uh but I just I really couldn't stand his character and he's only in the one episode yeah um and and Michael hires him to be an assistant the office assistant and the kid is just so fucking inept and useless as far as I'm concerned like yeah you know we we get a good laugh watching the people in the office like be lazy and be like, ah, I don't feel like working today, I'm gonna be a fucking lazy yeah. But at the end of the day they all serve a purpose and they all they all do their job. Yeah. This kid was just a fucking shit bag so who good. like didn't listen to anybody, didn't listen to Michael. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, fucking do your job. Do your or job. don't don't work. And when Michael loses his shit and starts spanking him in the middle of the office <laughs> Like that was a win for everybody and I you know, it's not appropriate.
1: You, you but, enjoyed that, I'm sure. But
0: watching that was so freaking like funny. And you know, watching a grown man spank another grown man Yeah. like in the middle <laughs> of an office and he starts crying and everything. I'm like, that is so fucking funny. <laughs> but uh Good stuff. God damn it that character. <laughs> it's not missed, punk.
1: <laughs> missed the mark.
0: But uh yeah, you know, which isn't to say he did a great job. He did a great job with the character, but God, what a piece of trash. Yeah. Um but anyways, uh you know, we'll try to get all the negativity out at the beginning. Yes. And let's let's get into the uh honorable mentions, you know, okay. number 15. So, you know, you know the drill.
1: I'll start then. Thank you. Uh my number 15 is going to be Toby Flenderson.
0: <laughs> Ooh, just made it.
1: Yeah, he he just made it cuz you know, he's not in it as much, which you know, for some some people on my list doesn't really matter too much, but he is very, very funny. Just the fact that he gets ragged on by Michael so much for no fucking reason. That is so, such good comedy. Like, um, there's so many scenes where, he, yeah, I just feel so bad for him, you know? I'm like, look at this poor guy. Like, he just wants to, like, the scene where they went to the beach. And they're like, oh, no, Toby, you have to stay here. I wanted to cry. I felt so bad for Toby. I'm like, you guys, you're leaving and going to the beach without him.
0: He's like the Meg. he literally is the Meg
1: but um yeah I had to put Toby on there just a good character he he was pretty well-rounded he got a little bit crazy when the Scranton Strangler thing started to happen but I felt like that was they were trying to get the character to have like a break or something like a big break right and that was you know his character break right then and there was the Scranton Strangler and him being on trial so funny Oh, I should have put the Grant Strangler on my list.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's not on my list.
1: Damn. <laughs> but definitely uh, love you, Toby. I'm so sorry they treated you like shit. Yeah, and he's my number 15. You want me to go with 14 now? Yeah. All right, so my number 14, you're going to love this, Moe's <laughs> shroot. Sure. He's so funny. So he's not in it super often, but... I
0: know people that think like he's their favorite. Yeah. So...
1: I think our friend Tanner said that. But I just I remember when he the way he runs is the funniest thing and oh even though he's like not being seen or heard when Dwight references him it's always something funny like oh I gotta take Moe's to the the vet or something like that I don't even exactly remember but and he has so like funny.
0: supernatural abilities mm-hmm. like the episode when Jim and Pam go to the, to the bed and breakfast Yeah. and. He just fucking, like, shows up yeah. in the dark, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm running. Dude, that is the funniest fucking shit.
1: <laughs> and when Dwight, when they were knocking on his door, and he's like, Moe, did you have another nightmare? I'm just like, oh,
0: my God, Moe. <laughs> and, and he's Dwight's workhorse. Like, yeah. that guy works his ass off to keep the beef sh- 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 yeah. farm like, afoot.
1: Yep. And when he applied for a job and Dwight was interviewing him, and he's, like, lying on his application <laughs> in Correct. front of Dwight. <laughs> I don't know. So, shout out to Boaz. I just think he's funny.
0: And he's a writer for the show. So yeah. So, like, he's great.
1: 100%. Um, My number 13 is going to be Mr. David Wallace. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Riley's punching the air because she thinks he is the hottest man ever. He's a good looking man. <laughs> yeah, he's a good looking dude. Um, I, I just really liked the character. I felt he had you know also a sense of maturity but deep down immaturity and when right. you know what i mean and when he saved like the business it was fantastic such a big win i was so sad yeah. when he got fired too i know i know oh.
0: his i thought he was a great like upper manager like yeah. i felt like um you know you had jan who was the hard ass and, yeah. and like but she you know she even had to speak to david was mm-hmm. and he was really understanding and all the fucking Michael mishaps. Every time Michael and him would be together, yep. David would just be shaking his head, and be like, "Come on, Michael." Yep, but what he let,
1: but he let him pass every time. I think that's so funny, right? So yeah, shout out to David Wallace. He is a handsome dude, um,
0: and he's got a great great mind for uh, entrepreneurship. Yes, with the uh, what, was, what were they?
1: <laughs> the suck It.
0: The suck It. That's right. Yep,
1: that won him millions of dollars from the, like the military or something like that. Um. Definitely a great character. Um, and, then, and his fucking kid was a drummer. Yes, his kid is a drummer. Oh my god. And um, he's sitting in
0: the fucking kiddie pool or whatever. Yep. Yeah. God. Yep. So, I think he was a, it was a hot, hot tub. tub.
1: Hot tub. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: And Michael's wearing his fucking like white t-shirt. Yep. God. Yep.
1: And they're drinking like a Heineken. <laughs> it's right. just and they're just talking about the suck it. And then he he saves the company. What can I say? Like it's it's good stuff. Um. Let's see. That's number 13. Number 13. It was Michael in the hot tub, right? Yes. Um. Number 12 is going to be Mr. Ryan Howard.
0: BJ Novak.
1: BJ Novak. What a great character. So, Riley's talked about this before, too, and I agree. I'm sorry I keep bringing up Riley, but we were just talking about this, and I agree with her. Well, she's right over there. So she's, she's... she's right over there, and she's hot. So, basically, in the beginning, a uh, couple of seasons, he was the best when he got... To like the end, it just it didn't work for me as much. But what he did when he came
0: back from New yeah, York and from the bowling store. Yeah,
1: not as not as funny because what we really liked was his sense of normalcy in the office because everybody else was quirky and different. And, and Michael's
0: like man crush on him. Was yes, fucking weird.
1: It's so funny, and he's just you know trying to go to college. And then the thing with Kelly Kapoor, like like their their love triangle so funny like how it all works out and how he loves her and then does it and then changes his mind is hilarious oh, God, yeah. he, he turns
0: into such a fucking idiot
1: yep ryan started the fire uh, yeah. That's
0: so good. <laughs> um yeah i definitely that's, like Ryan. That's a great early episode
1: it is it is um but yeah good character bj novak shout out to you friend of the show
0: when he was working in New York, and he like, like he invites the boys over to yep. the launch party for the website. Yep. My God, it's he's so on, fucking funny. He's
1: on like LSD and like all this drugs.
0: Yeah. And then oh, the yeah. freaking fall from grace. Like I'm rich, I'm rich, and then yep. he's just a nobody looking at a bowling alley. Yep. Fucking loved it.
1: Yep. All right, and then my number eleven, Mr. Stanley Hudson.
0: Stanley! I love Stanley,
1: big. Pretzel Day, everything. He, I, I love that he's just super low-key. And when he would get excited and smile, it made me really happy. Um, so he was this character who just worked. He just sat at his desk, did his job, got out of there as soon as possible. Didn't really want to work that much, but still did because he wants to retire. Um, hates Michael like oh. more than anything. Doesn't want to be near him. Only likes him on Pretzel Day. Um, but yeah, he, he's one of those people that just wants to move off to Florida, live a cool life. He thinks he's the hottest shit. He's also cheating on his wife, which is like recurring throughout the whole like show where he's just, you know, casually cheating on his wife. Right. Leslie David Baker, very, very good. Um, he's always there to provide just, the uh, slight little jokes here and there or just some normalcy as well. Like shove it up your butt. <laughs> so you take this. And this is how you solve the solution. You take this and this. You go over here, up here, and then shove it up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: yeah. every time he just fucking loses. He's it just
1: dying moment. laughing. That's my favorite. But yeah, he would be my number eleven.
0: Excellent, excellent. We'll we'll see him see him on my list. All right, cool. I don't want to spoil one, so uh, to, to round it off, mm-hmm. my number fifteen, Charles Minor. Oh. played by the Idris oh. Elba. He's
1: so hot. Yes, that's what every
0: single <laughs> woman in the office thinks as well. Angela and fucking uh, Kelly are fighting over him and yep. trying to seduce him.
1: And, I don't blame God, him.
0: It's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he just he comes in and he's one of those straight shooters. He he doesn't bullshit. You know yeah. he's a company man. He comes in and you know he's trying to hold everybody accountable. Yeah, he is not. He's not fucking around. He's mm-hmm. like showing up. He's like. No, you got to be doing your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, why are we having parties? This is a waste of company yeah. funds and company time. And, and like, you know, for a show like The Office, it's so fucking funny watching him interact with, they're like, they're just, they're a bunch of idiots basically yeah. in The Office. Yep. And, and fucking uh, Jim wearing the tuxedo.
1: Yep, when he Martin? met him. Oh my Why God, are you
0: wearing so the funny. tuxedo? And Jim is just, Jim cannot win no nope. like watching the episodes the story arc with Charles Meyer and watching Jim because fa- usually Jim's the one who pulls everything off and he makes Dwight look like a fucking idiot and, yeah you know but watching Jim struggle to, to like be Impressive. cool with this guy yeah, yeah. and uh, he loves soccer and so then Jim and him play soccer and uh, doesn't Jim end up getting injured or something
1: um, he ends up kicking a ball into Phyllis's face,
0: that's right, <laughs> yeah,
1: and yeah, it just it looked really bad upon him. Obviously, he didn't mean to do it, but everyone was like, What the fuck, Jim? Like right. just complete accident. he's He doesn't play soccer either at all. He was lying,
0: and yeah, no, he had no soccer at all, but just to win over the affection of Charles Miner, yep, just like all the thirsty women at the office. Mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, like. You need a Charles Minor to counteract the fucking insanity. Yeah. So I really enjoyed his character in the few episodes that he was in. Yeah. And watching him talk to the camera, he'd be like, "What is wrong with these people?" Yeah. For real. <laughs> and that fucking uh, the meme that everybody knows. Uh, what the hell? What does he? What does he say in that one? The screen cap. What is it? I'll find it. Um, the the Greg love this when it's like dead air.
1: Yep. Cricket, cricket,
0: Minor cricket, meme. cricket. Oh, yeah. So he says, you know, um, I'm aware of the effect I have on women. Yep. And and so I use that all the time.
1: I am too.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's a good-looking son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I couldn't leave him off my list.
1: Yep, and when Kelly was obsessed with him and just kept saying, Charles, you needed me?
0: She's, like, he running after me? him and, you know, yep. her and Angela fucking acting like, Children. Yep,
1: Charles, you wanted me? And because she she mentally thought that she could get him to want him. by just any time she called for front desk Aaron, whose real name is Kelly, she just goes, Charles, yes, you wanted me? And she's just, like, standing outside of his office. And even Jim agrees. like, it's not the worst idea I've ever heard. Right. I got to agree with that.
0: Um, it's funny. So, yeah, it's, that's pretty much all I got to say about Charles. Mind. Yeah. I just, yeah, he was so fucking... He was such a voice of reason, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: and then you have Toby, number fourteen, uh, very close, very uh, close, very close on our lists. Paul Lieberstein, he uh, he's one of the writers for The Office, mm-hmm. and this guy just takes a fucking beating every episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if I was in a room with Hitler and Osama, I'd shoot Toby twice.
1: That's so bad, but like, so funny. Like Michael
0: Scott, <laughs> what the fuck, man? But. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that Toby is I really appreciate Toby's character. Mm-hmm. He's the HR guy and yeah, you know, Michael hates him. Michael just if, and I don't I don't know why I think Michael thinks that his job is just unnecessary. And he's like the fun police. Yep. You know. Even though he
1: really didn't ruin many things when you think about it.
0: He put up with a lot of shit. Yeah, he did. He took a lot of shit from Michael like the fact that he never went to upper management about Michael's harassment yep you know but oh man that episode when when Michael fucks up and he has to have counseling with Toby, (laughs) it's like no 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 no. yep god that's so fucking good you know and that's the great thing about The Office is it's one of those quotable shows that you see memes
1: everywhere Everywhere.
0: every damn day something Office related is showing up on your Facebook timeline Mm -hmm. Um, and the GIFs out there are just tremendous Uh, so you know that's why we'll be doing a top 15 episode uh season by season yeah whatever definitely so, but um, great freaking show good I good show I picked up my Mike's Hard Lemonade and I didn't even take a swig of it yet because <laughs> I've just I gotta get on to the next character oh and when Toby went to um, Costa Rica Costa Rica yep. after professing his love for Pam
1: I felt so bad for him again oh
0: god the crickets man like and you felt that secondhand embarrassment and you're just like oh good lord yep um great he episode, just though.
1: he just he was so innocent and then when like the strangler like actually strangled him and then he's in costa rica in a full body cast and then he has like the police called him because michael put like a caprese salad in his <laughs> in his desk to try and get rid of him oh poor toby yeah i love uh, you
0: you know we, we <laughs> love Taco. My number thirteen, Kelly Kapoor, Mindy Kaling, ah, great Mindy
1: Kaling. Ah, she's not on my list. No, I, don't I like her, but
0: she she just made it. Um, Ryan did not. And oh, cool. that that might piss people off, but you know what? I found that Kelly's shit was just so fucking funny. Her yeah. character is one of those characters that some people might be like, oh, she's she's annoying, mm-hmm. but but I love it. I think that she plays that character so fucking well. Yeah, and like she's a little ditzy, but. Mm-hmm.
1: I think she did a great job with it, Mindy Kaling. Like, yeah. she would have been my number 16 if I could have, easily.
0: You know, and she's, she's written and directed a lot of these great episodes that everybody loves. And, yep. you know, I think she's one of the unsung heroes of The Office. Yep. And, but does not get enough credit. But I, I can agree
1: him. with that. Kelly Kapoor, and <laughs> she's customer service. Do you remember the scene when she was trying to train Angela on how to be customer service? And Angela's like, what do you want? And <laughs> the phone. And Kelly's like, no, no, no. you have to be nice. <laughs> right. Like, she just meant so well. I love I love Kelly for that. But,
0: yeah, she, she put up a lot of shit with Ryan. And oh, yeah. Just,
1: just so funny.
0: When they're at the uh, garden party, and she's like, mm-hmm. I'm cold," And he's like, well, you should have brought a jacket.
1: Yep. Like, what a douche.
0: <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, what a that's douche. One of my favorite fucking mm-hmm. scenes in the show. But, um, just, yeah, I, could, I couldn't leave her off the oh, list. Oh, yeah.
1: Remember when she ate a tapeworm?
0: Yeah. Oh, my to God. To lose weight or whatever.
1: A little bit triggering because eating disorder and stuff like that, right. but uh, it also has to do with Creed and how he was not, like lying about giving her a tapeworm, so bad. But oh my god, I really felt for Kelly in those scenes.
0: Yeah, no, she she did a great job. Yeah, um, and that's another one of those fucking memes where she's sweating, fucking
1: yeah. yeah. Poor Kelly.
0: Uh, and up next is another Kelly. But they call her Erin.
1: Erin. Didn't make my list either.
0: Erin uh, Hannon, played by the Ellie Kemper, the great Ellie Kemper. And, She's good. Um, her name, real name is Kelly. Uh, that's a spoiler in the show, but she had to change her name to Erin because there was a Kelly. name. And uh, just, I don't know. She's very bubbly. uh she she's a little ignorant around like what's going on around. Her yeah. head's a little cloudy. Yeah. Like her judgment's a little cloudy and you know, considering she's... the guys that she did. Yeah.
1: Hey, 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 Riley takes big offense yeah. to that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no no gay blue is on my uh, list,
1: unfortunately, but. <laughs> Me neither um, and just pointing that out that is Riley's dream man as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, get it. <laughs> but... she, she's when they dated, I I I liked it, but hated it because I obviously wanted her to be with Andy at some point. Right. But when she described sex with him as just like, <laughs> as just like a pile of bones or he's so bony, <laughs> Riley's like, "That's what I want." <laughs> oh no!
0: Oh god!
1: <laughs> she meant so well. Um, Aaron she's did. Such a she's sweetheart. so sweet. She's such a
0: sweetheart. I think yeah. If she's not the sweetest character on the fucking show, she's up there. Yeah. And you know, she's just like, and that's the thing I think. Her innocence is so fucking funny because around her are a bunch of sleaze bags and mm-hmm. assholes. And mm-hmm. Like, she's just, like, trying to keep it together for the sake of the office. She yeah. loves her job. She loves her coworkers. She talks over for Pam, who, you know, becomes a salesperson, and, uh, and so she's the new Pam, basically. But, mm-hmm. um, she, you know, and she's so much more than that. Uh, when she's babysitting uh, Cece at Andy's play, yeah. she brings her to Andy's play, and it's so fucking funny. She
1: just met so well. Yeah,
0: she has a sweetheart.
1: And so she's, she's like the neighborhood. The teenagers keep getting all the babysitting jobs and trying to get in. Right. Like you're twenty six.
0: Yeah, it's so funny. It's so funny. But um, yeah, that's that's my number twelve. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and she was great in Twenty One Jump Street. You ever watch that?
1: I've seen it, but I can't place her.
0: She was the teacher that wanted to fuck Channing Tatum. I mean, I know that could be anybody. But...
1: <laughs> who, who wouldn't?
0: Right. But she was so great in that. Um, and then my number 11, rounding it off, Daryl Philbin, played by the great Craig Rose. I Robinson.
1: love him. He's not on my list, but I love him.
0: Daryl is one of those guys that, you know, he starts off in the warehouse and he wasn't really like a big character like you see in the warehouse. Once and... in a while. You know, he played basketball with Michael when Michael's playing basketball and acting like just a fucking idiot. It's so good when mm-hmm. he challenges the boys to the basketball game. Yep. Um, you know, and then he's like the unsung musician. He's he the is. musician of the office. All right,
1: here we go. Out of paper, out of stock. It's friendly faces around the block. Get loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley. Jim's white and grief. Call. Ellie, no, I can't. Aaron and Kelly, for your business paper needs. The Dunder Mifflin, mm-hmm. the paper persons, paper people. Dunder Mifflin, the people paper persons. I, I messed up on some of the names, too, but yeah. I, you you get what I mean.
0: Like, just all that shit. Fucking, uh, when he's playing the uh, Toby's Leaving Party. Yep. And he plays Goodbye Toby for Michael. <laughs> and Michael fucking butchers Goodbye Stranger by uh, mm-hmm. Supertramp. Fucking yep. love it. Uh, that was probably my favorite scene of any Office episode, just because it was so fucking blatant how, how he did not give a fuck what he looked like. like, Yep. So funny. But, um.
1: He he was a good person. Good dad. Um, unlucky in love sometimes, but.
0: Right, all the Kelly shit that he went through.
1: He went through that, and then his His ex-wife, and then the girl, um, from, I forget her name. From the warehouse, who ended up working there. Right. Like, I just felt so bad for Daryl. But he worked his way up, and he made it. And then he started the working on the business with Jim. Um, so, yeah, he he definitely made out pretty well.
0: He had a great evo- evolution yes, in the show. Yes,
1: definitely. And, uh,
0: I love Craig Robinson, you know. He's one of those he's guys good. that you see him in everything. He's in all these movies. Everything. Hot Tub Time Machine, Zach and Mary Make a Porno are a Your- couple of my favorites. Uh, he played this character called Horstick.mpeg in mm-hmm. a movie called Miss March, which... He was probably the best part of that movie. Yeah. That's not, that's one of those movies that I, it was not as funny as I yeah. remembered to be. Right. Uh, you know, I like the whitest kids you know. They're a funny group of <laughs> improv comics. But yeah, just, yeah, Craig Robinson was the this, this star of that movie. Uh, and Daryl Philbin is, you know, my 11th favorite office All character. All
1: right. So that's it for the honorable mentions.
0: Yeah, we're cracking into the top 10 now.
1: Here uh, we go.
0: you are ready.
1: All right, my number 10, drum roll. Oscar Martinez, for me. Very good person, good guy. Um, he um, was outed as the office homosexual, of course. Which the gay witch hunt. I have felt so bad for him. Um, he ended up taking it like a champ, especially when they gave him like a free car and like six months off, paid leave or whatever. But in general, he just he was such a sweetie... It's just this handsome dude just trying to make it. Um, when he had the love triangle with Angela, that was the funniest thing to and me. With the senator? With the senator, because, like, I don't like the senator that much. But the fact that he was just kind of sneaking around, like, making out with this giant political figure. I'm like, I could see that happening in today's world with political figures. I wouldn't be shocked if half of them are just boning some other dudes. I would not be surprised <laughs> whatsoever. But, um... Yeah, I, I love Oscar. He, um, he's an accountant. He's probably the best accountant. And he puts up with Angela, and I love and their Kevin.
0: friendship.
1: And Kevin. And I just, I love their friendship in the end, too, him and Angela's. I deleted Angela from my list, so I'll touch on her real quick. But um, the fact that she's just such, I don't know, such a bitch, I could say, and her attitude, and he just, he... He put up with it for the most part. He and put I up I love with that.
0: It. Yeah. And he really does care about his coworkers. He does. Know? There's that one episode where him and Andy are wingmen. Yep. And they're trying to hook each other up at the uh, yep. hotel. Yep. And and Michael's trying to hook up with the... Uh,
1: concierge.
0: Concierge, who's uh, the mom from the Goldbergs. Yep. She was in Reno 911. I can't think of her name. Wendy now. McClendon coming. There you go. She's I, I, so I, good.
1: Yep. She's fantastic. Oh, awesome. and it's so funny how they're like, concierge Marie. Like, she just knew everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, Yeah. He, was Canada. A, yep. <laughs> he was a great supporting role, so.
0: Yeah. Oscar, he was, he was good. He did yeah. not make my list, but no? I, I do love Oscar.
1: Yeah. I like him. And then when he would just break out when he was really mad once, it just full Spanish. So fun. Oh, yeah.
0: He was really good. He was also in the Fred movies on Nickelodeon. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I had to watch them for some. Yeah,
1: once you rewatch them, you'll m- remember.
0: But, but he's much better in the office. Anyways, um, my number ten. Mm-hmm. Jan Levinson Gould, uh, Gould removed. <laughs> Not because Gould died. He didn't die. He didn't die. They just got divorced. So, yep. um, played by Valora Harden, who. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in this movie that the WWE studios made called Knucklehead with the Big Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyways, uh, she is so fucking funny. hmm Like, so she's bad. just... Her character evolves from, like, this upper management, like, hard-ass mm-hmm. who fucking can't stand Michael. Like, he drives her crazy, but, but that yeah. turns her on yeah. for some strange reason. And she's like, ah. You know, so she... Uh, Gets into a, like, really crazy, hot relationship with Michael. Yep. And uh, she hates herself for it. Absolutely. Guilty it, pleasure. And then that fucking one episode where Michael's such an idiot and and all the guys are, like, talking shit about Michael. And he's like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Well, I'm banging Jan. And he sends it, <laughs> them the email of her uh, butt on the damn beach yep. with Michael. And it's like, God damn He's, God. like, massaging her. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's uh, so funny. You know... And then when they when live, when they move in together, mm-hmm. and she's got her fucking candle business, her twenty thousand dollars in candles. <laughs> Serenity
1: by Jan.
0: And uh, you know that fucking one episode, the uh, the dinner party, mm-hmm. and the best episode. She's playing that fucking song by Hunter.
1: You took me by the hand, made me a man that one night. One night you made everything all right.
0: right. And that song plays throughout the whole fucking episode. (laughs) It's
1: so good.
0: And then she has her baby and that's a whole fucking thing. And she's like singing Son of a Preacher Man. Mm -hmm. Like it was really awkward. Just so fucking funny though. And um, that one scene when it's threat level midnight and she's singing backwards to like Yeah, tell Michael whatever
1: the hostages are under the hockey arena or something. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and I don't know why that's so fucking funny Mm -hmm. to me, but just yeah, her as the lounge singer singing backwards, like God damn it, that's so good, definitely. Um, so yeah, Yeah. you know Jan was was great. Obviously, her and Michael didn't work out, uh, but God, she was part of so many great moments. She was. Her character is just too fucking funny not to uh, put on this list. Oh yeah, um,
1: so, that's number nine. Uh, my number nine is Jan. So no shit, <laughs> Jan Levinson. Telling you, uh, yeah, I'll touch on it real briefly, but um, I I just love the character too. She just <laughs> she's just so funny and weird, and the fact that she like showed up in the end for like that one final part where she owned like the White Pages business or whatever. Loved that. Like she's just comeback queen. Um, When she got fired, all the the stuff she went through, having the baby, Astrid, Astrid, um, I'm glad she was able to at least have a kid and do what she wanted to do on her own terms, because obviously it wasn't going to work out with Michael, but again, in dinner party, she's so funny. She's like unemployed at this point. Has the candle business. Doesn't have anything really going for her. She had Fox's just gotten uh, screen the... TV yep, screen TV <laughs> Yep. Throws the Dundee at, her, at his plasma screen TV, which is like this tiny little TV he has mounted up to the wall and he thinks it's his big plasma screen. It's hilarious. But she was a great, great character. You know, started off as the manager and, you know, was moving up and then down and... I think she worked in a hospital at one point when when Michael thought he had like an STD and had to go go inform her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she's so funny. And then when she got the lawsuit because she had gotten a boob job and oh my god, and they fired her and she thinks it's because of the boob job. I I mean they say it's because she's an awful character, but you never know. Maybe that is the reason why. But um, she's she's kind of crazy, but a good crazy.
0: Yeah. No. And. Uh... She was just so fucking, like, you feel bad for Michael. You know, she put him through a lot, but, but damn, like, she's so good. And, uh, and that's yeah. one of the characters that, you know, I'd say she, she made the show a better show. Yeah, for, definitely. For me there. hmm Um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm on a streak with, uh, Michael Scott's love interests. Because my number nine <laughs> is the great Holly Flax. Oh, I love her. Played by the great Amy Ryan. And... Um, you know this this woman. She comes in and she takes over for what Toby's job when he goes uh, to yeah. Costa Rica or whatever. Yep. Um, goodbye, Toby, and she shows up in um, fucking who's mean to her? Uh, Kelly or Aaron? Right?
1: No. Um. Well,
0: she was yes. really nice to him because she thought he was a special needs person. Yes, and... it was
1: Dwight that was mean. He sabotaged her. Aaron was mean right. when she came back a second time.
0: That's what it was yes because okay. she
1: right. she thought um, she was bad or something like that
0: because she hurt Michael
1: yes and, she left. And, and at first in the first episode first impression Michael's just like no I, I don't want her and then all of a sudden fell in love with her
0: fell in love with her and she She's was great. so fucking funny like Michael. You know, yes. they had a similar sense of humor.
1: Perfect match.
0: Uh, she put up with all of that shit she that did. he made her go through. She and, did. You know, she was from uh, Nashua when she mm-hmm. had to go back to Nashua. And she oh, met her- AJ. Ugh, uh, fuck AJ. With the fucking Woody doll or whatever. Yep. Like.
1: It just, oh, not not good. I'm so glad that they ended up together. Best match. And what's crazy is that my... Two younger siblings are Holly and Michael. So anytime they say Holly and Michael in the show, I'm just like, ew, that's my siblings. <laughs> but um, it uh, it, it it all worked out. I think she was the best person Michael could have ended up with, easily. Yeah.
0: She was, and she was. She had a good heart, and she kept yep. him in check.
1: Yep, definitely.
0: And uh, I'll tell you, I, I am happy that yeah they, they ended the show that way.
1: Very very glad.
0: It was hard to see Michael leave. Oh yeah. But I guess for the character's sake.
1: It, it all—they ended, ended up having four kids out in Colorado or whatever. It worked out for the best.
0: But yeah, Holly Flax. You know, I just—I had to put her up there. Yeah. And, uh,
1: yeah she's not on mine.
0: That's—I think that's where the Michael Scott love interests list ends <laughs> for me.
1: There you go. No um,
0: uh, Carol or Donna.
1: No, I didn't. Just... I didn't throw any of them on. Um, so number eight for me. Um, I wanted to move this character up a little bit more, but I just it just didn't work out because there's so many good characters in this show. So my number eight is gonna be Creed Bratton.
0: Really? Oh
1: my god. He is so funny and he just he has these one-liners like here and there that are fantastic. And my favorite is when Michael had um something on his carpet and <laughs> it was like vomit or something, and it stunk up the whole place, and everyone going in there was gagging like at one point. He pushed Kevin in there and shut the door, and Kevin's like, I can't breathe in here. So they're all just like, ew, what is this? And Creed just slowly walks up and goes, hey, guys, somebody cooking soup? And it was just the way <laughs> he said it. Literally, I had tears in my eyes. He just, he's so funny how he's like, he's technically on the run as well. Right, he's and
0: his, a, his name isn't even Creed Bratton. No,
1: he's just a mysterious character. And And then when it's Halloween, he shows up with blood all over him, and he's like, oh, I don't know if this was my costume, but <laughs> he just is covered in blood. Um, you know, he, he was funny. And then with the, um, do you remember the episode where they had some graphic design printed onto their um, their paper and they had like to go back to the paper mill? Right, the a disgruntled, defectiveness. The, yeah. Yeah. There was a disgruntled employee that put like an image on there and it's it's technically Creed's fault. He knew penis, it was. Yeah. And he like lied his way out of there and it was so funny um he's just a great supporting role he's just there whenever you need a laugh once in a while when he when he dyed his hair black yes and they're like why is this thing out of ink and he just has jet black hair looking around yeah and then his his beans that he sprouts in his drawer he's just he's such a weird character nobody knows anything about him we don't know if he's married we don't know if he had kids we don't know where he lived we knew nothing about this character Until like the end where we find out he's kind of on the run, it it just was great, absolute great character. Doesn't even know his job title. I mean, he says quality assurance, but like, what really is that? So yeah, he he's my number eight. He's just too funny.
0: And when he survived, like originally it was gonna be the other guy. Which guy? Remember when they fired the guy in the was it the first season or the second season?
1: Was it the first? I remember.
0: And. It, it came down to him and Creed. Okay. And Creed ended up staying. Good. But it, it was close.
1: That's so funny. He's such a good character. Yeah.
0: We'll talk about him in a little bit.
1: Okay. Talk about him a little bit.
0: But my number eight, and I'm going to get some flack for this. uh Uh-oh. But I, you know, this is the top eight. Like, it is what it is. Kevin Malone. Ah. Played by the great Brian Baumgartner. Yep. Um you know, Ashton Kutcher?
1: <laughs> nope, that's Kevin Malone. That's Kevin
0: Malone. <laughs> yeah. Um he's so, he's so brilliantly stupid <laughs> that you know I I never know from episode to episode. Either he's a fucking genius or he's a fucking idiot. But it's so hard because like he's so fucking funny.
1: You remember the chili?
0: The chili, when he spills his oh, chili. my God. He worked so fucking hard spent, on that chili.
1: I was up all night dicing onions and, and cutting tomatoes or whatever. <laughs> and then he just spills it. Face plants <laughs> on the fucking ground. I think I have a sticker with that happening. The it's whole
0: so pot. Funny. The whole big-ass the whole pot.
1: pot. Everyone gets to know each other in the pot and dumps it. Oh, God. <laughs> and then when he had his, his shoes were so stinky at the hotel during oh, yeah. Jim, and, Jim and pans wedding. The wedding. wedding. And they had to dispose of him. so he puts freaking tissue boxes on his feet. Yeah, it's so funny.
0: He just—he's one of those characters that, like, throughout. I felt like he got funnier throughout the seasons. Yeah. Like even in the later seasons, when Michael left, they were like, okay, we need, we need Kevin to like pick up some of the slack mm-hmm. that, that Michael left behind. So. Um,
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: I think he got even funnier in the later episodes, mm-hmm. and that's that's one nice thing about like okay, yeah, Steve Carell's gone, but at least we have Kevin to fucking. At least we have Kevin. Be funny, and oh god, just like when I was saying, when Holly was treating him like he was fucking mentally handicapped, like, and he's like, what is she, why is she being like that?
1: Yeah. I think. You know, I hated that so just, much.
0: But she had no idea. She had yeah, no idea.
1: She was tricked into it.
0: She was tricked, and Kevin is—he had no idea what the fuck she was doing. either yep. she was just, just being nice. Yeah, weird. But um, no, Kevin. Kevin's a great character. Yeah. Just he, the random opinions he has on shit, and he'll just say shit like, mm-hmm. "God, it's it's so good." But um, that's my number eight.
1: Good. number seven. My number seven is Mr. Andy Bernard.
0: The Nard Dog. The himself. Nard Dog.
1: And you know what? I kind of got to agree with Riley on the pre-hangover thing. Because when, like in the beginning, he was so funny, fantastic, whimsical, Cornell graduate. Oh, or yeah. I don't even know if he graduated, but he went to Cornell. He went to Cornell. And he came what
0: was in. His, uh, what was his music troupe called?
1: Um, Was it Okafella's? No, no. it was, Um, I totally know it. Give me, like, two seconds, I can get it. The, um... His, uh... I, I don't know why I can't think of it, because he said it all the time. Um... Like,
0: uh, broccoli remember?
1: Rob, that's all I can tell you. Broccoli
0: Rob, yeah, him and Broccoli Rob. <laughs>
1: but he he was so fantastic. Um, Obviously, he's, he's pretty much a theater kid as well. But in the beginning, he's so funny... And then, I do agree, when he became manager and then went out on the boat and stuff... Here comes trouble. Here comes trouble. Here
0: comes trouble, yeah. Here comes yeah. trouble.
1: Um, when he left and came back, when he was on the boat after a while, he was just a dick. I'm just not a big fan of him. I still loved him because it's Andy, but, like, I did not like his character after The Hangover, pretty much. Um, but before that, he so funny he he came in and he immediately had beef with dwight they had competition after competition of like who's manly or whatever dumb stuff but he um was in love with aaron he almost got married to angela which is so funny because angela is so mean and he's like the nicest person Um, when uh,
0: he tried to run over dwight with a car
1: yep yep when they had like their little they were gonna like joust or whatever or fight in the parking lot um I just I love Andy and when they had the fun run and his nipples were getting like chafing and he just has blood coming from his nipples the chafing began that was hilarious so I um I love Mr. Andy Bernard and his oh my god when his um phone just kept going off and it was like playing um Rock and Robin from Here Comes Trouble <laughs> and it was in the ceiling and it just kept going off he got so mad he punched the wall. It's your favorite scene right that there. That is my, yeah. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Just the amount of rage and, like, you just look, the look in his eyes as he's like,
1: ah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, Poor. God.
0: And then they sent him to anger management all yep. because fucking Jim wanted to fuck with him. Yep. God damn it.
1: Oh, good character, though. So, yeah, he's, he's my number seven.
0: <laughs> number seven. Alrighty. Uh, speaking of Jim, and this is going to be low on the list to some people, but I am not some people. I am Greg. <laughs> Jim helper. Yeah. Big Tuna. Big uh, Tuna. You know, played by the great John Krasinski. Uh, I just, I felt like Jim was one of those people that when I first started watching the show, I'm like, Jim's my guy. Jim's like my favorite character. Yeah. He's, there's something about him. He's a charming, funny dude, and... Like, he never seems to get in any trouble. Like, he always seems to win. Yeah. And, like, as time went on, I'm like, you know what? As as great as Jim is, he's he's not, like, very multidimensional. Okay. Like, in his character, I found him to be not so much like, oh, he's a one-note guy, but um my other characters that I put up higher than him, mm-hmm. I found they just... They had more substance yeah. to their character, and like, I know what you mean. Jim is the great foil for Dwight. Uh, he, the, the amount of shit he puts through him through, um, you yeah, know, that's the great thing about all the pre-credit sequences. Yeah, you know, it's always fucking Jim and Dwight mm-hmm. with their shit.
1: It's so funny. And they hate each other, but deep down, they're like best friends. They're
0: brothers, and they started together. Mm-hmm. And, you know. It's just, it's one of those things that, uh, and Jim was, he was the Ryan before Ryan came. Yeah, He was the new kid. He was, he was supposed to be the temp. He really didn't want to be there. I remember when Not he was that like, long. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Yep. And he's like, and I'm still here at the office.
1: Yep. Still um, here. But you know well, what? He met the love of his life there. He, it he all did. worked out in the end.
0: And, uh, and he started his company. And Mm-hmm. He bought his parents home from when mm-hmm. he was a kid, didn't tell Pam. Nope. That was Which a Which I kind of
1: hated, yeah.
0: Yeah, but, you know, outside of that, like, he's, he's a great character. Yeah. And, uh, just, yeah, I don't know. It's, Jim and Pam, they, they were always my favorite TV couple. Oh, yeah. For some people, it's Ross and Rachel, but
1: no. No, they, they were barely together. Right. You know, at the end of the day. They were on a break. They were on a break for many years
0: yeah let's let's get into it number seven or six
1: six for me is uh miss Pam Beasley Halpert (laughs) Love
0: her. guess who my number six is is it Pam so we can both talk about Pam and uh kill two birds with one stone
1: perfect Pam she great character she's so sweet means well she's an artist she has these dreams um she was engaged to Roy who I hated and then, you know, fell in love with Jim. And I'm so glad they ended up together and had a family. But she she was also pretty cool in a way. Like, funny, spunky. She had some good, you know, comedy lines.
0: And she didn't take shit.
1: She didn't. And I feel like she's the character that if she was around our daily lives, I would be friends with that kind of person, you know? She's very cool. Definitely like Pam. Pam Beasley Halpert. Like um, in... the great Jenna Fisher. Yep, Jenna Fisher's fantastic. I still think McKenna's mom looks like her. Don't come for me, McKenna. McKenna, <laughs> if you're
0: listening, and I know McKenna will listen to this. Yeah, she better. We look forward to hearing what McKenna has to say. Hi,
1: McKenna. Yeah. Riley says, hi, McKenna. She doesn't like the, McKenna doesn't like The Office, really, so I'm really hoping she listens. But either way, um, Pam is just, she's someone I'd be friends with. Uh, she's The Office hottie, in a way, except for Ryan, obviously.
0: Right. But... <laughs> Michael's too loves. <laughs>
1: But, um, she also is kind of just, like, best friends with, um, Michael, in a way. You know? Like, she knows him. Like, nobody else they does.
0: Have, well, she doesn't know him. She's just seen his penis.
1: It's <laughs> very true. But she, um, they have, like, this weird connection, you know? Because she's a receptionist for all these years for him. And
0: Oh, and the amount of fucking shit she puts up with, with him. God.
1: Yeah, a yeah. lot. But, you know what? She She only got frustrated a number of times. I love her
0: when she punches him in the face god that's so good yeah. after all the shit he does to her mother mm-hmm. Helene oh, oh god. my god that poor woman
1: poor poor woman when he found out how old she was <laughs> I felt so bad I'm like Michael
0: Scott like yeah. what and, right everything was fine before that it it's was... her
1: 58th 58th birthday like You're dating someone whose, you you know, daughter is, like, in her late 20s, and you're concerned about her age now? Like, how
0: old did he think she was? Right. But, uh, yeah. God. Um, Pam, you know, uh, to touch on a couple things. Um, just the friggin' the art stuff. She's the art, you know, artist. She Mm -hmm. has her exhibit. Mm-hmm. And nobody from the office comes.
1: Except Michael. And
0: didn't Oscar come?
1: Um, They were there. Oscar and his boyf- secret boyfriend at the time. Right. Um, went. And, and they said
0: something not nice. Yeah, and
1: she kind of heard, and then they walked away. She didn't really go see him. Um, and then Roy showed up with a couple guys. It was quick. And then at the end, when she was about to take him down, Michael showed up. And that was so sweet to me. But then remember when they hugged? And she... She's like, do you have something in your pocket? Because he got, like,
0: yeah, a boner. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it was uh, really funny. Yeah. And she, she just she drew the picture of the building that Michael loved so much.
0: And he bought it from her. And yep. Hung it up in the office. Yep. Yeah. It's very sweet. What a sweet thing. And, you know, the whole, the whole Jim and Pam storyline. So sweet. Uh, I, I shipped them from day one. And yep. The, the wedding the wedding. That's oh my God. You know, definitely my top ten all-time
1: When Andy, like, tore his scrotum.
0: <laughs> Call me Baskin Robbins because I feel like a banana split and he <laughs> fucking does the split and he just fucking starts screaming and tears so his weird. scrotum.
1: And, of course, Pam is pregnant, so she's the only one not drinking.
0: Right. So she fucking has to bring him to the hospital. Yep. What a fucking, but, you know. She, she was a sweetheart but she had some sass spot to her age.
1: she did She and I love that
0: like that's why I had to rank her a little higher than Jim I just yeah I thought that she was such a great character and uh you know
1: alright that's good so since I was your number Miffa, six we'll speaking. <laughs> so we'll skip to my number five now uh Meredith Palmer Meredith she's so funny she is known as you know the mom who's I don't like saying trashy, but that's kind of how they depicted her. sure. Who, you know, had this van. <laughs> it just had garbage in it. She came in on, um... She
0: wanted to sleep with Michael. She wanted to sleep
1: with Michael. She wanted to sleep with everybody. Oh, yeah. And, um, she just offered, again, some comic relief. She just... It was so iconic,
0: um... When she gets hit by Michael. She gets hit by
1: Michael. She gets ra- almost gets rabies.
0: Thank God he <laughs> hit her with the car. Thank God
1: he hit her with the car. Um, they wouldn't have known. <laughs> but other then, than
0: the fact that she had that fucking bat.
1: Exactly. I mean, woof, we shouldn't talk about bats right now. But <laughs> she... Um, when it was the dress code day, what was it called? Um, casual, casual Friday. Fr-
0: yes.
1: She comes in in like this short little thing and flashes everybody multiple times. Doesn't care. She's flashed almost everybody in like the entire show. She's an alcoholic. And then um, when they were all just like talking and they were like, "All right, Meredith, your turn." And she goes, "I'm Meredith. I'm an alcoholic. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> like she's so used to saying that line over and over again um she needed help definitely and michael really genuinely did want to help her no matter how awkward it was and he like dragged her to rehab and you know they were like no she she doesn't want to be here you can't really force her to be here but um definitely a good character meredith palmer mom of the year (laughs) at the dundee awards that's right she's the mom of the year in my heart too
0: and uh she was the inspiration for the uh what was it called Meredith Palmer,
1: uh, fun, or er, yeah. race for the cure for rabies or something.
0: It was like a five hundred, five hundred word thing. Yep. But the fun run, yeah. I and can tell you. That that's such a great episode. Yeah. Just the fucking start when Michael's talking to the camera and he's like, "Yeah, you know," and I I drive to work every day and fucking. <laughs> yeah. How was that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the pro am race for the cure. It was um, Michael Scott's Dunder Mifflin, Scranton and Meredith Palmer Memorial Celebrity Rabies Awareness Pro-Am Fun One Race for the Cure. Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah,
0: he was, you know, but she she's a great character, and yeah. she she's gone through a lot of shit.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, she's she's my number five. She made number it pretty five? high on my list.
0: That's great. Uh, I did not have Meredith on my list, but uh, okay. Shout out to Meredith. Shout out. My number five. Stanley Hudson.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: Stanley Hudson, he is my second spirit animal. I have one spirit animal, a little a little higher than Stanley on this list. But, mm-hmm. but you know, he he's really up there. For me, um, just that attitude that he carries with him. <laughs> I, I really don't uh, approve of the cheating aspect of the storyline. <laughs> but aside from that, um, god damn it. Leslie David Baker is so fantastic as Stanley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just... Any, whatever it takes to like get out of working, to not have to fucking show up, mm-hmm. to get out as early as possible. Uh, the episode when Closing Time is playing, because Andy <laughs> makes them all listen to Closing Time. He's like, yep. I don't like modern music. I've never heard this song before. But if it means that I'm getting out of work, it's my favorite song. There
1: you go. And I'm like, yes, it's
0: exactly. It's true. Um, you know, Stanley on Pretzel Day. Yep. Nobody's happier than Stanley on Pretzel Day. Never. And that's the kind of happiness I want to strive for every day of my life.
1: Yep, I agree.
0: Um, but just, you know, he's, he's always on vacation mode. Oh, yeah. He's always like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he has the heart attack, when Michael causes him to have a heart attack <laughs> because of Michael's ineptitude. Yep. Just, God, it's so it's fucking so funny. funny.
1: And then whenever he had, like, the little heart monitor thing on it started going up whenever michael walked near him so funny you must be out of your
0: goddamn mind (laughs) he's like (laughs) i just yeah i love it
1: take this and shove it up your butt shove it up
0: your butt (laughs) it's it's just so fucking good Mm -hmm. um and that's why i had to have stanley on my number five yeah uh but yeah number number four
1: my number four one you've talked about mr kevin malone kevin so funny and yes he he did grow as a character um just his witty comments from the chili from everything from him just not understanding what's going on or his his miscounting how does he have a job i mean he ended up getting fired in the end but right. like uh, for obvious reasons i don't know how he had that job for so long him
0: but and his girlfriend they were adorable Stacey.
1: and then oh my god it's awful and he was just an unlucky dude but um shout out to kevin um good character um Ashton
0: what, Kutcher can want to be yes like. do
1: you remember the episode where um they had to cover the phones at one point and he he was covering the phones and he had to transfer the call and it kept going from phone to phone he's answering each time going this is <laughs> and this is Kevin your call is very important to us and then would transfer it to another line transfer it to another one and he just kept saying please hold your call is important to us and then it ended up being uh Andy's maid dying <laughs> but just really, <laughs> it was really funny. I just, I love Mr. Kevin Malone. He he meant so well too. I feel like a lot of these characters did. Some didn't, but he definitely did. So yeah, he would be my number four
0: pick. He's he's one of the MVPs. Oh yeah. Um, let's see here. My number four, the Nard dog himself, yeah. Andy Bernard. We've already talked a lot about Andy Bernard, but oh yeah, just this is one of those guys that. uh from from the moment you see him when Jim is in New York and it's him and Karen and they're just Jim and Karen are having their little thing mm-hmm. and Andy's fucking the annoying ass third wheel yep. who's just like what? Uh, love Fool starts, love me, love me say, say that it. you love me and like it's driving him crazy because they yep. just keep playing it uh, and then they friggin uh, come back to scream and Andy like turned into one of the regulars, and he I'm did. just so happy for him. Um, mm-hmm. Andy's one of those guys that you know, yeah, he starts off he's he's like a douchebag, and uh, you know he's he's like Jim's foil almost. Yeah, um, and, and he becomes Dwight's foil. Yep, uh, yeah,
1: immediately becomes Dwight's. Right,
0: seeing him and Angela, that I really did not enjoy him and Angela's relationship, uh, especially at the sake of uh, Dwight. Although it was hilarious watching um, Angela sleep with Dwight, yep, while
1: being engaged to Andy.
0: Right. It was just what a fucking crazy ass love triangle. Mm -hmm. But um, not that I advocate that type of behavior in real life. (laughs) I don't. I don't. In the show,
1: freaking hilarious. But on
0: the Office, what a funny fucking show. Yep. Um, and then you know Andy. Andy's character is responsible for my favorite, my personal favorite episode. Andy's play. Andy's play. Andy is in Sweeney Todd. He's yep. in an amateur production of, uh, community theater production of yep. Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. <laughs> and he wants the office to come and see him. And they all come and see him. and But the only person he really wanted was Aaron.
1: Oh, yeah. And His she, love. She
0: shows up. But before this, just fucking hijinks ensue. Everything goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Fucking cell phones in the middle of it uh he has to you know somebody calls him um michael fucking knocks over a bottle of wine and it just from the top (laughs) step to the fucking bottom of the seats it's Uh,
1: so funny it's just the noise that it's making (laughs) as it slowly is going down and then when the cell phone his cell phone goes off because it's Aaron. yeah and he's like oh a bird and trying to improv and then ruins the entire play
0: they're they're like that's not in the line that's those aren't the lines Mm -hmm. what are you talking about and just what a funny fucking episode but you know uh Andy freaking uh, I just I enjoyed him so much um
1: Yeah good character.
0: You know post do I I didn't care. like you know I still loved him I thought <laughs>
1: Yeah I hated how he was a douche.
0: Yeah. But um somebody had to be the douche and it couldn't be Dwight it couldn't be Jim it couldn't mm-hmm. be you know Ryan was there but he wasn't as uh, featured. Yeah. So somebody had to be a bigger douche. Oh yeah. And if it has to be Andy, so be it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, top three. This is really where Oof. we uh, we're separating the men from the boys. Yes.
1: And when you when it came to the top three, I I knew exactly who my top three was. I just didn't know what order to put them in. So it took me a long time. But I think this is where I like it at. So my number three pick is Jim Halpert. <gasps> Love me some Jim Halpert. He also offered comic relief, like many of these characters did. He just his looks to the cameras, his sense of knowing what's going on, his pranks on Dwight are hilarious. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. So Putting
0: good. the uh, stapler and uh, fucking Jello. Yep,
1: stapler and Jello was one of the first ones, and then the um, he did like a scavenger hunt at one point that he did like years prior and never finished it. S- so many things, and he was a great father. He was a great husband. He what? just um. All around good guy. I mean, he loved Pam, obviously. Um, for a very long time. I did not like him and Karen together because I obviously wanted Jim and Pam, but
0: Right.
1: You know, they're um uh, married with two kids and he started that business Athlete. And I remember when he came back and he's like, They they named the company without me, it's Athlete. I was like, That's not a bad name and everyone's like ragging on the name and I'm like That's really not a bad name.
0: Right. And I always was (laughs) like, well, that's what you get for buying a house without telling Pam.
1: That's very true. But, um, which I, they, they put it at this, as this, like, romantic gesture. I would be so pissed if Isaiah went out and just bought a house and was like, this is where we're going to live. I'd be so pissed. Same thing with anything, though. Like, a wedding ring. Like, you can't just go out and buy that for me, buddy. I gotta pick that shit out. Like, Riley's like, hell Yeah. (laughs) I just wouldn't, her and I would never, ever like that. I mean, the gesture, I would hate it. I think it's just overpowering and behind the back. But he meant well. Um, I, I, Jim is just such a good guy again. And he's my number three. Just his antics, his sense of also reality, very, very good. He, he constantly tried to get a promotion. He, he wanted what was best for the company and himself. So I appreciate that. Yeah, he would he would be my number three then.
0: My number three, Creed Brett. <laughs> the mysterious good. Creed Bratton. Good, good. Who was the wild card?
1: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm.
0: you just you never know what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. Always had fucking something to put in. He always had input.
1: Something crazy.
0: And um, I just I like he didn't know the other his coworkers names. Mm-hmm. He did, like nope he'd been there he what he just showed up one day and he was like I'm working here now Mm -hmm. literally that's how it happened and they were like okay and uh fucking just all these things the the hair dye when uh when Dwight is searching for the marijuana user yeah and he's like what is this he's like oh that's uh Northern Lights Cannabis Indica and Dwight's (laughs) like no that's marijuana yep like, that fucking yep. line right there yep is one of the greatest lines in Any,
1: anytime the police showed up he would like be trying to sneak out the back and in the end we know right. why
0: or or the episode when they're all going out to the fucking beach and he shows up on the bus <laughs> and he's like <laughs> yeah. hey what's going on yeah.
1: yeah when they make a stop to pick up a hitchhiker it's just crazy he's like ah, i took a little uh playing hooky today and it's his yeah. entire is the entire staff's on the bus
0: oh god that's so good so good
1: love Decreed and that's his real name yeah cool. he's in a band
0: he was in the Grassroots which yeah. um they had a couple of hits in the early 70s mm-hmm. uh, great great song Temptation Eyes if you ever heard it I have not Temptation Eyes Living through is. my 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 soul but uh yeah it's, it's good shit and uh he wasn't in the band at that time when, when that song came yeah. out but, but that's the band
1: yeah
0: um I don't know what else can is there to say about Creed Bratton?
1: Just offer a one-liner here and there, and it was too good to not put in.
0: Yeah, he he was. I think if he's not the funniest character overall in the show, mm-hmm. he's top.
1: Oh yeah, top tier. he's up there. But
0: uh, I think oh. I think you know we both know <laughs> we know what's coming. We know who our top two are.
1: So. Yes, but it's a matter of where did you place them. Ooh, yes. So I will go with my number two. If it's the same, obviously we'll discuss. Um, this will be the first time that we've had the same like number one and number two, I think. So we'll see. My number two. Da-da-da-da-da. Well, no, we both
0: had the friends team. That's true. For our number one.
1: That's team. true. So, so, yeah. All right. Well, number two for me, Michael Scott. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Same 100%. for you. Oh yeah, he he's so funny. He's the branch manager, um, but he's he he doesn't do anything really for like the company no but he's he's so funny
0: in fact he probably costs that company so much fucking money so
1: much money so much but he's he's just so silly and he's in the first seven seasons he's not in the last two which sucked and that's why those two seasons are not good in my opinion but i mean well not good compared to the others
0: right they're so great you know compared to a lot of TV shows it's a great show
1: yeah he he almost carried that show on his back he's just so funny and Steve Carell did a fantastic job Also stemming from When he was in like The 40 year old virgin They took him And Bruce
0: Almighty The Dana Carvey yep. show If you I You probably haven't seen The Dana I Daily haven't show. It's on Hulu Yeah Um. It's really fucking funny He was He was one of the regulars On that show mm-hmm. And You saw it He was of course On the Tonight Show He was one of the correspondents Yeah And Helms was one of the correspondents Oh yeah A lot, a lot of people that worked on the, the Daily Show Yeah Ended up coming up On The Office
1: Yeah and I think he's been on like SNL a couple times but, um... Oh, yeah. Just the character. <laughs> like, I've never seen a character like that. Just so funny. And women were just, like, so attracted to that, which is crazy to me.
0: Right, because he's such an idiot. <laughs>
1: he's such an idiot, but it always worked. And he really cared so much about everybody. And himself. Like, he had such a big ego. <laughs> yeah. And, which, you know, it's totally fine to have confidence in, your, confidence in yourself. I do. Everybody should. His, his ego is so big because he thought everything was about him. like.
0: <laughs> right, <we're> well, not... <laughs> like he is the star of the show, but he God, is. you would have thought that he was like, oh yeah, I am the star of this documentary yep. that you're making. literally. And he had every single persona you could think of. Everything. Fat Michael, Michael Klump.
1: Michael Klump, Prison Mike. Prison
0: Mike, Date Mike. Date Mike. Bye, nice <laughs> to meet me. How you like your eggs in the morning? <laughs> like
1: boom bang boom i'm michael clump <laughs> super offensive super offensive but um
0: when he burns his foot in the waffle iron that's
1: so funny to or me the, george foreman, girl the george foreman girl that is so funny and when he's laying down with his crutches and he's like pam help me and um when dwight had to just rush out to go get him <laughs> but i just i love michael yes. and,
0: you know, Dwight is, Dwight is like a simp for Michael, and I love it. Yeah. Like, he is so fucking loyal. He's a and, slave. Uh, But just Michael Scott. I mean, I could go on and on and on about Agreed. how much I love Michael Scott. He is my spirit animal, I think, yeah. effectively. Um, that's what she said. I mean, that's, that's what she said. my catchphrase. I say yep. that's what she said about everything.
1: Yep, and read the sticker. It's on my laptop right now.
0: That's right. I say dance, they say how high. (laughs) You know, the amount of one-liners that Michael Scott has, um, and the shit he says is so fucking stupid, but it's so genius. It's so genius. And it's so quotable. I mean, we could spend an entire day on our top ten favorite Michael Scott quotes.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, When he wrote, you miss 100% of the shots, you don't take dash Wayne Gretzky, dash Michael Michael Scott." Scott. Oh, I know. Um, and this is one of his most infamous quotes. Do I need to be liked? Absolutely not. I like to be liked. I enjoy being liked. I have to be liked. But it's not like this compulsive need, <laughs> like my need to be praised.
0: Right. I, I posted that <laughs> on my Facebook one time, yeah. for, like my status. Yep. Just, it, yeah. He's
1: just, and then I say this all the time at work because I work, you know, with wine and alcohol. When he drank. Where? A wine. Yeah. Oh, where? Yeah. Um, when he drank a wine, he just goes, ah, it's sort of an oaky afterbirth. I say that all the time at work. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, it kind of has an oaky afterbirth and see if anybody gets it.
0: Right. And
1: then when he tried to declare bankruptcy.
0: I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> you can't. He just, decla- I declare it.
1: But you can't. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. He's just, uh, oh yeah. my God. When, and, when
0: fucking Lady Gaga's playing. Yep. Um, just, yeah, his, his like. It's almost like he's willing, his willful ignorance. Yeah, It's so fucking funny. My dad, like, he could not stand the. I think he it grew on him after after a while. Yeah. But for the longest time, he would just get so stressed out watching the antics of Michael Scott and like Dwight and mm-hmm. just their behaviors, and he'd be like, "How do these fucking idiots have a job?" Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I know, but yeah, you know.
1: I am Beyonce always. <laughs> always. And would I rather be feared or loved? Easy. Both. Both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. (laughs) Um, That's what she says. So many good quotes. I am Beyonce always.
0: And what the hell was the one Michael Scott thing that I needed to talk about that I can't fucking remember? Uh Uh-oh. God damn it.
1: Oh, this is one of my favorite. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. (laughs) I have that quote in my house. I have to keep it
0: there. Threat Level Midnight. Threat Level Midnight. Threat Level Midnight is... His magnum opus. Yeah. This man has been working on a film for the better part of the last ten years. Yep. And you know, everybody thinks it's funny, and he's mm-hmm. like really self-conscious about it. But you know, at the end, they all love it, and uh, and his freaking attitude turns around. Oh, and and when uh, Carol breaks up with him, who's played by his wife Nancy. Yeah. Um. And he fucking plays "Goodbye My Lover" by James Blunt Goodbye on my
1: lover my friend. So funny.
0: And he's just sitting there like sobbing. And mm-hmm. Dwight's like, you know, you could just buy that for ninety nine cents. He's like, No, this is enough. And is... clicks on the thirty second preview again. You touched my heart, you touched my soul <laughs> and um when fucking him and Jan don't work out and he like goes to run away and yep. he's sitting on, on a, a train, a train. <laughs> like, Runaway run away train never going back run away train yep. never going back and I'm like in god his,
1: damn it. and then threat level midnight his dance well my name is Michael Scarn and I'm here to say I'm about to do the Scarn in a major way you jump to the right and you shake a hand you jump, jump to, to the, the left, left and you shake that hand, hand. meet new friends, tie some yarn. <laughs> that's how you do, do the, the Scarn so funny god.
0: I mean, we could spend another 10, 15 minutes just oh talking about Michael God. Scott, but...
1: He's so good.
0: Um, I think that every single person listening right now knows exactly <laughs> who we picked as our number one. Oh,
1: easily. Easily. Would you like to announce it? I'll let you do the honors. Uh, it is your podcast.
0: It's... Obviously, it's The Great Dwight Schrute by, oh. by Rain Wilson. So
1: funny. He just... I feel like a lot of people can agree. He is literally the best character. You've never seen anything like him on any other show. He owns his own farm, Shroop Farms. He is the top salesman and he really takes pride in that. He takes pride in a lot of things about himself. He likes to work hard. He's very like blue collar but also white collar at the same time. Straight
0: laced. Yep. Nothing gets past him. He is he's the security for Dunner Mifflin. Yep. He owns the building.
1: He owns the building in the end. And um in an ideal world, he would have all ten of his fingers on his left hand, so my right hand can just be a fist for punching. That's right. <laughs> it's one of his uh, quotes there.
0: He, he's, he's trained in deadly arts. Yep. Uh, <laughs>
1: he's he's also kind of sexist, but we just, you know, as Dwight, we don't love that, but he's Dwight. He's a volunteer sheriff's deputy, then an ex-volunteer sheriff's deputy. Uh, <laughs> he a, has
0: pepper spray on him. All the which time. he defends Jim. He defends Jim. From Roy, which, uh, one of the funniest fucking episodes.
1: Yes, when he just pepper sprays him. What a power move, and he keeps, like, ninja stars in his thing. He has nunchucks everywhere. He just, and, you know, deep down, it's because he cares about everybody.
0: Right. He is looking out for everybody's safety, and and sometimes he will put them in danger just to remind them of how important it is to be safe. hmm Um... So funny. Um, when in that episode, what was it? Safety safety training? Safety training. Yeah. When he sets the office on fire when he's like, I'm just gonna throw something on fire and put it in the garbage <laughs> can. <Best> <laughs> <scene>. <laughs> and then I'm gonna but... lock the doors so that everybody can learn about proper safety protocol. Yep. And the fucking fireworks go off and Andy, <laughs> Andy. screams <laughs> the single handed greatest line in the history of television. The fire is shooting at us. <laughs> it's just, so funny. Like, nothing will ever top that. Nothing will ever top yep. the comedy and of that. And
1: he's also such a gullible character. Like, when Jim tried to trick him into buying a gaydar online.
0: Right. And Asian Jim.
1: Asian So many things. And... One of his other quotes: Before I do, before I do anything, I ask myself, "Would an idiot do that?" And if the answer is yes, I do not do that thing. <laughs> right.
0: When uh, when Jim and Pam are doing uh, Morse code, mm-hmm. and they're and he's like, "That's Morse code." Now, like, what are you talking about? Yep. And and then Jim's like, "Yeah, we, we took a uh, Morse code class just to learn." Yeah, they psyched the him life. out. Um, the friggin' cat. The um, training. The, the psychological training where he's like. Tic Tac! Every time, uh, yep, the thing, yep. Email would, the noise the, will yeah, go, off. Noise would go off.
1: He very very global, and that's what we love about Jim and Dwight's friendship. They just had like this witty banter and like this secret hate for each other, but also they they were brothers.
0: When him and Enjoy like, and he's crying in the stairwell, mm-hmm. and Jim comes up, and like that was so fucking sweet. Yep. And, uh, you know, but it just who else was it gonna be but Dwight? Nobody. Dwight was the only, only option for number one, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Easily. Just, oh, such a good character. He, he, um, (laughs) he, um, remember when they were at, I did this the other day, too, they were at, um, david wallace's house and they're having like you know cocktails and appetizers and he goes up to someone goes oh you know that line on the top of the shrimp that's feces (laughs) i just say that one all the time because of him michael always says k-i-s-s keep it simple stupid great advice but hurts my feelings every time he's so loyal to michael but in the end he ends up not he just really wants to mooch michael so he can get his job
0: right and uh you know, he being the assistant to the regional manager, not the assistant regional <laughs> and, manager, which yep. Jim ends up getting. Yep. Uh, which is so fucking funny. It's but, so um,
1: funny how how it's a difference. Like, uh, come on.
0: When he's announcing all the people coming to the garden party. Yes. For Andy's. Uh, Jim Halbert.
1: Oh, God. Mr. Uh, Messy. <laughs>
0: the the book the book James Trickington.
1: James. Oh yeah. Remember. <laughs> Yep.
0: Yeah, that was so he's like I have the only copy of uh, whatever, How to Fool People mm-hmm. by James Trickington. <laughs> it's yep. like Jesus Christ.
1: He's it's so
0: good. Uh, he's so, he's so gullible and he'll he'll just believe in anything because he's just I don't know, he's just so trustful of people. Yep. But, um you know, and like like with Michael, we could go on and on and on about like how awesome he is. Outside.
1: Absolutely. Best character. I have a sticker of him also yeah. on my and laptop. A He's a beat. <laughs> That's
0: so fucking funny. I
1: love it. Yep. Good list. Very good yeah. characters. It's so tough to decipher who's better, but Dwight's just elite, man. I, mean, I don't know, just know what to tell you.
0: And it's funny, we, we didn't have a lot of similar placements on our list. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Weird, Definitely. I'm glad I'm not alone in thinking that. Because, yeah. you know, I'd say you're an even larger fan of The Office than I. Which, uh,
1: yeah, you maybe. Know.
0: No, a hundred percent. I've seen all the episodes probably once. Mm-hmm. You know, some I've seen probably ten times. But oh yeah, you have definitely binged that show a lot more than a I've Lord. been able to.
1: A disgusting amount, and it's all in most recent years, like the last five to ten years, I'd say. I watched it a bit when they were still, you know, filming it and releasing it, but I really didn't get into it until about like five or so years ago is when I really, it was an unhealthy obsession. That's also because I was like, Full House was my show growing up. Oh, That was yeah. my shit. Cut it out. Oh, cut it out. It's, I could talk about Full House all day, but, um, and then Friends became like a really big show for me, and then I was like, I needed something else in The Office. Those are my three shows, man, and that's literally all I watch. I live, sleep, eat, breathe, whatever the office friends full house so definitely there's beach a good bell show. star galactica friends yep. full house the office all of it <laughs> yeah thank you so much for having me on too
0: thank you for coming on because this good is list. a really fun episode to make yeah and, um i just i love doing these ranks you know somebody came up to me one day and they're like you're going to run out of episodes to do nope i'm like there's no way in hell I can,
1: unlimited
0: i can do this with any show i can do this yeah. with you know Sellings from bands, I can, all kinds of shit. Oh, I, yeah.
1: I mean, heck, we've done what? Avril Lavigne, and you, there's so many years of music that you could go through, and then bands from years or artists from years, whatever. You, okay. The possibilities what? are endless.
0: That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. I won't go there, but um, <laughs> I just, yeah. We're, we're happy to have you and we thank look forward you. to having you on uh for the next time
1: thank so, you so much um, shout out to the greg heads thanks for listening yes shout out to all my friends and family riley if you're listening <laughs> she just looked at me mckenna if you're listening i love you so much and i miss you um, i really hope you listen to this you probably you don't like the office so you might not you'll just have to tell her yeah i'll just have to tell you man all right
0: But, uh, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for coming on. Shout out to all the Greg heads. We love you. We miss you. Stay safe. Um, happy Valentine's day. Uh, I said that last week. So
1: belated Valentine's day.
0: Uh, Thank you for, uh, making this one full year, not calendar, like, you know, episodes wise, Mm -hmm. one full year of, uh, fantastic memories. And I hope that, uh, you all have enjoyed listening to the show as much as I've made it. Um, and you know we can't wait to entertain you for years to come. So, Yay! Um, you know this is this is a win, and that's what she said. Um, <laughs> she crushed it out.